With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Intuitive Transformations with your host, Sylvia Henderson, and discover tools, wisdom, and inspiration that will empower you to transform your life. Sylvia is an intuitive life coach and energy healer with a growing practice that is focused on empowering others to be more of who they want to be. For the next hour, join Sylvia and explore and unravel anything in the way of you creating the life that you would love to live on the Ohm Times Radio Network. Well, hello and welcome to the Intuitives Transformations Radio Show, where you will find tools you can use to change and transform your life every Wednesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Ohm Times Radio Network, the voice of consciousness at ohmtimes.com. This is Sylvia Henderson, your host, and I am an intuitive life coach and an energy healer. I help people release limiting belief systems, especially those beliefs that keep you stuck in painful life circumstances, limit your true potential, rob you of inner peace, and block your intuitive knowing. If you would like to learn more about me and the work that I do, please visit my website at intuitivetransformations.net. That's intuitivetransformations.net. <clears throat> Well, today I have a very exciting and extremely interesting show to share with you all. We're going to talk about mediumship, what happens to us when we die, and how you, yes, you, can develop and expand your own psychic abilities and develop mediumship skills for yourself. Joining me today is internationally renowned psychic medium, spiritual teacher, author, and radio host, John Holland. John Holland's public demonstrations offer audiences a rare glimpse into the fascinating subject of mediumship, which he delivers in his own unique style, explaining the delicate process of raising his own vibrational energy to link with the spirit from the other side. John is able to deliver messages from those who have crossed over with clarity, passion, and utmost integrity. John Holland is the author of multiple bestsellers, including Power of the Soul, Psychic Navigator, Born Knowing, The Psychic Tarot Oracle Deck, The Spiritual Whisperer, Chronicles of a Medium, The Psychic Tarot for the Heart, the Spirit Messages, the Daily Guidance Oracle Deck, as well as five top-selling apps and numerous online workshops based on his signature workshop series. In his brand new book, Bridging Two Realms, Learn to Communicate with Loved Ones on the Other Side, John provides inspiration and comfort for the bereaved by demonstrating how they too can make contact with their past loved ones and he is here joining us today. John Holland, welcome to the show. 
Thank you, Sylvia. Honored to be here. Thank you so much. Well, I am also honored to have you here today. You have been a well-known and highly recognized medium for a very long time. I remember watching you on TV years ago, and I've even had the privilege of being in the audience during one of your live group readings that you gave in Seattle, Washington a while back. Oh, right. Yeah. Love Seattle. Isn't it beautiful? Yes. <laughs> So this is really an absolute pleasure to have you here today and to talk about your brand new book, uh, Bridging Two Realms, which I have read and I absolutely do love. So um, before we talk about the book, though, would you mind sharing some of your backstory? Uh, you became aware of your abilities at a young age. Uh, so when did you first notice that you were able to access information that other people weren't picking up on? And what happened, and what was it like growing up for you? Well, it was always there, Sylvia. A lot of people say, weren't you, when I was a kid, I was always the different one in the family. And many people who are listening to this broadcast are probably the different one in their family. What do I mean by that? I'm one of five kids, uh, raised Catholic, Irish, Italian, uh, family in uh, Boston, Mass. And I was always the different one. I was... Um, I wasn't out playing sports with my brothers um, as much as my dad tried to force that on me or to encourage it, but uh, I was always happy with um, just doing drawings, uh, reading books on metaphysics, and this is as a young kid now, so um, anything that had to do with art, um, anything that had to do with ghosts, spirits, magic, TV programs uh, that had to uh, had um, a uh, magical twist to it, like Bewitched, I Dream a Genie, um, I was attracted to uh, religious movies, um, you know, Lady of Fatima, um, uh, Moses, um, the Ten Commandments, um, anything like that. So I was always the different one. So I was always extra sensitive um, than most kids or m more than their, uh, my other siblings. And I knew when people were going to show up at the house unexpectedly. Um, I knew if there was something wrong with um, a relative, even if they didn't live in my area. I used to see spirit people in my bedroom, um, but not like the movies. I, I, I thought I was dreaming. I would just see people walk through in different clothes uh, from different times. And, um, and it was always there, Sylvia. So people said, weren't you nervous or afraid? I was born this way. That's why my first book is called Born Knowing. So I can't be afraid of something that uh, to me was normal. It wasn't until, and you hear this from many intuitives and uh, psychics and mediums, that um, they, they realized that other kids weren't uh, experiencing what they did. But, you know, um, I hid the ability as a kid because I was made fun of. Uh, I was very skinny as a child, big ears, glasses, and sensitive. So I had all that going on. And when your own family starts calling you weird or strange, then you kind of like uh, hold it back. And uh, that's what I did. I held back the abilities or didn't say anything. Um, I didn't blurt it out like I was, I mean, as, like I did as a kid. And um, I hid it. And then growing up in my teenage years, my, uh, my friends knew that I – I was extra sensitive, or they would say, do that thing that you do, and I would just tell somebody about their lives, but it, it, was, it was pushed back, but I still studied the whole time. It was something that I just didn't talk about anymore until an automobile accident uh, when I was 30 awoke or made the abilities even stronger that I had, and I needed to learn, even though I studied 
intuitive books, psychic books as a child and, you know, into my young adulthood, I still needed to know why is this happening? How is it happening? No problem being psychic. How do I turn it off? And I'm a big advocate, Sylvia. I just didn't accept these abilities. I wanted to know how is this working? I'm a big advocate of the mechanics of how it works um, because you are the vessel. And uh, basically that's it. And then after the accident, one thing led to another. Um, I started doing psychic work in California. That's why I came. Uh, I started reading cards. Never quit my day job. I started reading tarot cards in an aromatherapy shop because people feel more comfortable um, when you're looking at the cards as opposed to looking at them. And uh, two years into reading the cards, um, always kept my day job, like I said, and people on the other side started showing up. So that was a whole nother different feeling. And once again, I didn't know why it was happening. I never set out to do this work, but I started reading books on mediumship and how people led their lives as mediums, and everything was from the spiritualist. Um, spiritualism started here, but took off in England. I got to go to England synchronistically, stayed over there for a few years, where I honed my skill as a medium because I did not want to give a general message. Um, I needed to know how does it work, how does it happen, why are people coming in, how to blend with spirit. So that's that's basically, and then one thing led to another, to TV, to the books, to my radio show, and I'm, I'm just blessed. It, uh, I just followed. I try to get away from this work, though, Sylvia, because, like I said, it, it was a lot when I was doing the full-time um, job, but I gave up my full-time job, and that was many years ago, and here I am today. So basically, that's it. And um, so that was it as a child and into my adulthood. Wow, that's such a remarkable, beautiful story, really, because as I'm listening to, you know, as I was listening to you share about your childhood, and I'm like, yeah, that was me, that was me, that was me, too. And and I know people that are listening um, are also feeling like, wow, you know, I'm not the only one, or, you know, it makes you feel a little right. bit more normal, um, because there is a little bit of a, you know, why isn't everybody else as interested in this as I am? And, you know, before we started the show, you and I had a brief private conversation. And one of the things I love about your book is how you offer information, not just for those who um, are really interested in uh, developing mediumship skills or, or strengthening those skills, but also those who all of a sudden their intuition is turning on. And right. what a gift this book is, because that's a very confusing space to be in, especially if it's not didn't happen in childhood and it's something you just kind of assumed was who and what you were. Um, but to have it turn on in your 30s or your 40s, unexpectedly, people are becoming quite empathic. And so I love that your book offers some um, information to support that. Absolutely. So, well, it was it, it turned on. I mean, um, it was always there, but it was heightened, and it was almost mm-hmm. like I had when it when it after the accident, I felt this energy go through my body, and I can only liken it to I, I must have had like a Kundalini awakening with my energy centers, but you know, Sylvia too, that was a wake up call for me. That that uh, very important. That that accident was a wake up call for me. I was young, I was stupid, living in L.A. doing some crazy things. That that accident put me on the path. And I'm not sure if it wasn't for that accident, I don't know where I'd be right now. When that happened, I thank God for it, and uh, it changed my life. I believe that some things are meant to happen um, in your life. It's what you do about the situation that matters. And that accident was a turning point for me. And I said, okay, 
and it was a wake-up call. And I believe you only get a few of them in your life, and uh, it's what you do about it when you get them is the most important thing. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's funny you say that accident, but I always say there are no accidents in the that in the universe. Everything is by design, and and that was an accident by design for you for sure. Um, Absolutely. So some people don't really know the difference between a medium and a psychic, and there is a distinction. Would you mind sharing with those listening what the difference is? Sure. There's a saying that every, a lot of people know is uh, every medium is psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. Once again, every medium is psychic because we use our psychic um, centers of how the messages come through, whether you're, he you're hearing, feeling, or seeing. Um, so every medium is psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. We need good psychics. The psychic is someone, uh, or an intuitive coach, is someone that you sit with, where your life is, how you got there, maybe where you're going, um, the, the hurdles that are in front of you. Um, so a psychic is getting, or an intuitive is getting the information from your space, from your aura, from your life. Um, a medium is different. When I'm with a, someone um, sitting in front of me, I'm not connecting to them. Yes, for a moment, but I'm connecting to the other side. I'm not getting information from that person's aura or their life or their Akashic records. I'm getting it from those on the other side. So a psychic perceives and a medium receives. That's a great distinction. A psychic exactly. perceives and a medium receives information. Yes, and I know psychics them. do receive information, but perceive meaning, you know, that's why um, if you're going to go see a, uh, a medium or you want to go see someone, make sure you know what you want. Because a lot of people, Sylvia, will go to a medium saying, can my mother help me with my love life? No, they're not there to, to help you. Some things we're meant to learn while we're here on our own. It's our karma, our choices, um, our fate. So, uh, but they, the, other pe the people on the other side can help guide you maybe, um, you know, let you know that they're around you. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, so there is a difference. Know whether you need a psychic, you want some life, you want to deal with some life issues, or do you want to connect with a loved one? And it's always good to ask the person, okay, um, so this is what I'd like in the appointment, just so the person who knows. And make sure you get the right person, too, that you're sitting with. Yeah, that is that is really critical. You have to make sure you have the right person is if, if, if you're doing a reading, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. So let's talk a little bit about your book. So you've yes. covered a lot of ground in it, which I've already uh, shared. Um, let's start with what is probably the most popular question that is asked, which is what happens to us when we die? I mean, we, we know from near-death experiences um, that what happens when we initially transition, but what happens to a soul after they've left their bodies permanently? And what do souls do? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go on the other side. Okay. That's a few questions. That's okay. Um, <laughs> that's, well, basically, I wrote Bridging Two Realms because I wanted – Hey, my publisher asked me, I've been with them for 15 years, and I haven't written a book in seven. I thought I was done writing, um, but they approached me, and they said, John, do you have another book in you? And that's their way of saying, we need another book. If you're going to be with the publishing company, then you have to have something at least current. So I said, well, what else could, what could I write? What, what's, what am I hearing in my workshops? I don't write Sylvia just to put out a book. I have to be inspired. I have to have something to say. I have to, and I look to see what am I hearing in my workshops? What are my audiences saying? And I noticed that a lot of people, um, I think the consciousness of man is changing. I, they, mm-hmm. People were asking more profound questions. Years ago, people were happy seeing a psychic and, or, you know, and then going about their way or seeing a medium, connecting with their mom and then go on, hopefully go on with their lives, knowing that their loved one is okay. But more people, I noticed that people were asking things like this. Where is the spirit world? Mm-hmm. What's my mother doing now? Can she see us? Can she hear me? I'm more psychically sensitive lately. What's going on? I feel like I can feel people on the other side. Does that mean I'm a medium? So I had to address this because many people are quite sensitive lately. And I just think it's the, uh, the consciousness of man is raising. We're vibing. Uh, we're we're at a higher frequency, I think, and so anyone who is empathic, um, they're feeling things around them. They don't know, you know, they may be moody for no reason. So they need to know about their psychic body, the energy centers, and what's happening, how to turn it on and turn it off. And then the mediumship side, I wrote it basically for the bereaved, to let them know what happens when their person passes away, what happens before the person passes away. Many people, before they pass, if you're ever a witness, um, you may notice that someone who's about to pass, that they start seeing people um, who've already passed on before them. And those are called deathbed visions, DBVs. Um, D as in David, B as in boy, B as in Victor, DBVs. Um, and it's, I always tell people, Sylvia, no one ever goes home alone, okay, meaning the spirit world. Mm. That's our real home. There's always somebody there, whether it's a fast passing or a slow passing. And I always, doctors may say the person's hallucinating because it's last, uh, it's a lack of oxygen or medication. But why are they always seeing, if they're hallucinating, why is it always people that have passed? Why aren't they imagining someone in another state who's alive, a relative, or somebody, another relative or a friend? It's always those on the other side. So I let people know to uh, encourage that. I mean, not encourage it. If your mom or dad or person in your life is seeing someone, ask the person, what are, you, what are they seeing? What are they saying, mom? And they usually the people who see them, who are about to pass, they feel very comforted. They start raising their hand up as if um, they're reaching, they're looking past your shoulder. So that usually happens sometimes before someone passes. And with my mom, Sylvia, and I know we're going to go to a commercial break soon, Sylvia, so you just say, John, we're going to commercial break and I'll finish whatever we're saying in part two of when we come back. Why don't we do but that? My... Why don't we go ahead and go into the commercial Perfect. break, John, and we'll continue Perfect. this conversation when we return. We'll be back in just a few minutes, everyone. Stay tuned for more of Intuitive Transformations with John Holland. future of internet radio is here. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. 
Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose, to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free, ascendinghearts.com. Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, host of Om Times Magazine's flagship radio show, What is Going On? My passion is sifting through information, research, and innovations from new thought teachers, speakers, and researchers, pushing back the boundaries of what we know about life, energy, metaphysics, and the universe. I love shifting perceptions about who we are, why we're here, and how quickly impossible becomes normal when we open our minds, expand our awareness, and accept that the only limits that exist are those we place upon ourselves. So if you're the kind of forward-thinking, eager investigator of what lies beyond the current reality that most perceive, why not make a date to come play with me in the field of possibilities at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time every Thursday, and together we can discover what's really going on. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I felt secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sylvia Henderson with the Intuitive Transformations radio show on OMTimes.com. And today with me, I have my very special guest, John Holland. He is a world-renowned psychic medium, and he has just recently written a brand new book, Bridging Two Realms, Learn to Communicate with Your Loved Ones on the Other Side. And John, before we went into the break, you were just about to share the story about your mother's transition. Yes, um, I was there. Um, I was lucky enough. Um, a lot of people, someone who's listening, maybe this is the perfect time. Um, when someone is, uh, they know someone is sick, uh, my mom, we knew she was going to pass. I mean, she was in uh, palliative care, but with COPD, you never know when. But um, I was blessed enough to have time with my mom to talk about different things. Um, I said everything I needed to. We, we laughed, we cried, we talked about memories, and I told her what to expect on the other side, how that her loved ones would come and get her, and um, she, she was very relaxed. Um, but a lot of people, Sylvia, uh, they hold on real tight they don't want to let that person go when they know what's going to happen um, yes there are miracles okay I understand that um, there is healing but they know that the person's going they hang on and hang on and hang on when in, when I believe enjoy the time with the, you have with them now enjoy the time say what you have to say if you've got that uh, if, you, if you're lucky enough to have that time because some people lose someone who's passed but enjoy the time with them now and that's what we did and then when my mom um, she was about to pass. 
um, I felt her loved ones come into the room. And I wasn't the medium then. I was just her son with my brothers in the room. And I felt her loved ones come in, my, my, uh, my aunt, first of all, her mom, and then the da- her dad, and then my aunt, and then my half-sister. Um, I felt them as if someone just stepped into my space. And I said to my brothers, put your hand on her heart, Joe. And Danny, I said, they're here to take her. He's like, who? And I said, her, their family. Because they, even though I, I've been doing this my whole life, Sylvia, my family still – um, they don't understand it. They just know it's Johnny doing his thing. I said, Joe, Danny, put your hand on her heart right now because they're here to take her. So just as we did that, he says, um, I said, they're coming. They're here. Just as they did that, um, she took a final breath. Her chest reached up to meet all our hands, and she left. And uh, it was sad but yet beautiful. So no one – if you have a loved one, what happens at the time of the passing is the body is trying to – and Sylvia, that's why people see um, people on the other side because your physical senses are starting to dim. It's going, mm-hmm. They're going lighter. The light's going out. But yet your spiritual senses are getting stronger because you're about to go to the spiritual side of life, the spirit side. So that's why people are, are intu- very intuitive before they pass. Um, someone may w- reach out with their soul. They're not even realizing it. Um, and someone, and maybe you, someone who you're listening to, or someone who may listen to the show in the future, they may feel they have someone in the hospital. All of a sudden, they say, "I've got to get to the hospital," and then they go and they're there for the person before they passed, or they might have just made it, or maybe just missed them. That's because the person's soul has reached out to touch them, like it happened to my cousin Dolly and my aunt Shirley before she passed. Dolly said, "I got to get to the hospital." And, there's, and she was with her, my aunt, uh, my cousin was with my aunt before she passed. So you become very, they become very intuitive. And whether it's a slow passing or fast passing, know that there's somebody there to uh, take your loved one to the other side, that there is help, there is guidance. And then they step in, and then they usually float above their body, and then they tunnel opens. And in the book, I talk about near-death experiences. Raymond Moody is the father of near-death experiences. He's the one that coined the phrase near-death experience, NDEs. And Anita Morjani, who toured with Dwayne Dyer, who's a good friend of mine now and colleague, she has, she did have that near-death experience where she was cured of her cancer, but she said something very interesting to me. She said, John, when I was on the other side, I didn't know how she could see the doctors working on her. She could see her parents in the room, in the other room, but she didn't know how to connect with them. That proves to me, coming firsthand from someone I know personally, that those on the other side, they don't automatically know how to communicate with mediums or us right away. They have to learn also how to do it. So uh, when your person passes, the soul will leave the body. Um, it will discard this overcoat. They take no pain with them. The pain is gone. Uh, they're more vibrant. Um, and they see what's going on with us and how we're, uh, what we're going through through that person's passing. And if you lose someone, I always say keep talking to them in your mind because they're very close to you, especially after they pass away. Um, and they don't just go away, you know, and never come back. They're, they're around you. So when somebody leaves, um, they so leaves the body, they see what's going on here, and then somebody takes them to the other side or they have help, help or hope, they feel that love, and then they're, 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 there they are, people who are waiting. In the spirit world, it's all around us. It's just that we can't see it because it vibrates at a higher frequency. We're here in a very physical, dense world. Um, so that's why... Uh, We can't see the spirit world on the other side, but know that your loved ones are okay and that they are with their loved ones. And if you lost someone before you could say 
um, I'm sorry to that person, you can still say it. You can still say sorry. They pick, they can hear your thoughts, your words, your feelings, and those on the other side. If they did something and didn't have a chance to apologize before they pass, know that they're trying to make up for what they did. Because I really do believe when you go to the other side, Sylvia, you get a life review. Every good you've done, every negative thing here, you will experience that. You will see all the positive, all the negative. And I really believe that you are your own judge and jury on the other side. Yeah, it, make, it makes sense to me. And I bet you know, pe- most people feel that, too, that it's, uh, it, feels, it feels right. You know, I have to agree with you on that because my version of karma is really about us ourselves judging ourselves, you know, uh, holding ourselves accountable for what we perceived was a past wrong, um, holding on to old guilt. And so one of the things you also talk about in your book is after death communication. So I know that you had a nice long list. What are some of the signs? that are indicators that someone who has lost someone they deeply love is still physically still close to them um dreams are the number one way um my mom came in my dream it uh it took a year but i didn't demand her i know she was okay and just because i'm a medium sylvia because a lot of people like well you don't grieve that much john because you're a medium you can talk to them the other side right it doesn't work that way i can read i can do a mediumship better for somebody who i don't know than myself because i can't be you know i uh, i'm not a, i can't be objective when it's my own family or my because i know everything about them but dreams is the number one way that they come through usually they're younger healthier uh, they look vibrant, and it's a fast dream. And uh, when my mom appeared um, in my dreams, um, there she was, and she's like Johnny. And I said, "Ma," and I'm like, "And I'm like, what are you doing here?" And then we hugged, and I could feel the love, and I woke up crying very fast. But I know it was a soul-to-soul connection. If you're having a dream of a loved one, they're crying, or you're crying, and there's some type of drama or uh, anything negative, that's not a true ADC, after-death communication. Um, it's uh, that you go into a bereavement or a psychological thing. You'll know it when you have one. Another way that they come through, you might smell your mom's cologne, your grandfather's tobacco. Um, you may smell your dad's cigarettes. Um, you may smell your grandmother's baking, but we're so good at talking ourselves out of it. If you smelt a pie and you lost your grandmother and she was known for her cherry pie, you may say, oh, somebody's cooking um, next door. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are they? Or, you know, but all the windows are closed and it's winter. So, 
you know, you have to say, oh, my God, that could be my grandmother. Nature is big with them, too. You might get a cardinal on your, you know, at your window thinking of someone. You may get a hummingbird, a ladybug, whatever signs uh, mean something to you or to your loved one happens unexpectedly. Flowers have – now, I'm here on the East Coast. Flowers have been known to bloom in the dead of winter through the snow um, as a sign, and it's one bud for the person. If your mom's favorite flower was a rose, and on her and it, she passes in the winter, and a, and a rosebud blooms, know that that's them. Okay, I really believe that. Okay, but some people will be like, well, it must have been a warm day. See how we talk ourselves out of it? Just because a warm day is not going to make a flower bloom through the snow. Um, but uh, it's those kind of signs. Um, sometimes they leave shiny pennies, shiny dimes. Um, they love to, if you have a joker who passed away on the other side, they love letting you, they love, um, a lot of people will lose things. They go to the table, they can't find the keys, they go back to the table, there they are. But we talk ourselves out of it and say, I must have missed it. Um, you might be thinking of your dad. And there's the music on the radio just when you're thinking of your dad. You're thinking of your mom and say her name is uh, Betty. Um, you look up just when you're thinking of mom and it says Betty 1-1 um, on the license plate in front of you. But try not to um, talk yourself out of it because we're so good at it. And I, I'm guilty of it too myself. I'm guilty of it too myself. And there are many stories in the book about uh, ADCs, which was uh, – that was coined by Bill and Judy Guggenheim, Hello from Heaven, and they did a three they did three thousand interviews with people and around the world about after death uh, after death communications, and that's just a few. There's many, many more, and I list them in uh, Bridging Two Realms. So watch for the signs, ask for them, and let your people know on the other side you are you are ready. They take their cues from you, meaning. If they know that a sign is going to get you emotional, they'll go to somebody else until you're ready. So if you lost a mom, a dad, a child, stop for a moment. Throw, put the thought out there and say, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm very open to receiving a message. Um, let me know that it's you. And you'll know it's them because you can feel it. Try not to talk yourself out of the sign, the ABC. Yeah. I had a really interesting experience when my father transitioned. The very next morning I woke up and my watch was all in knots. And I never had that happen before, and I right. didn't have that happen since then. And I'm like, okay, Dad, I know you're just saying goodbye on your way out. So I thought that was pretty cool. I've also had a really interesting thing where I will be woken every once in a while with an audible female voice calling my name. And, and how do people know the difference between a spiritual guide, you know, influencing a sign or someone who's transitioned? Is it because it was something unique to that individual who crossed over? Yes, absolutely, yes. Like, um, there's some different things. I mean, I'm still waiting for a sign that I asked my mom to give me while she was alive. Um, and I'd love to go see another medium, but it's kind of hard, Sylvia, because a lot of people know who I am. Um, so uh, I'd probably have to read, someone have to, would have to do it for me who's from another country who doesn't know me. Um, but a spiritual, I mean, a guide, uh, if it's a loved one, it's, it would pertain to that person. If your mom was known for cardinals, that might be the sign. Um, it has to be a sign that pertains to the person. If it's like a spiritual guide, they're not going to give you after-death communication. They'll give you help, guidance, wisdom, you know, on, on, on those levels. But, uh, yeah, there is a difference, too. Um, and some people are like, well, how do I know my mother's not my guide? Um, usually, they can be a spirit helper, but some of your higher guides, and I don't talk too much about guides because um, 
I know they're there for me. I know I work with them uh, when I do my work. Uh, but uh, there's a different feeling uh, when it comes to guides. They're not here to run, run your life. They're here to give you guidance and wisdom and maybe put you at the right place at the right time. So watch for the signs that, that might pertain to the person. Yeah? Yeah. So speaking of working with a medium, you know, for those who, have listen, who are listening who they've never worked with a medium before, they've lost someone they loved, they want to work with a medium, what can you tell them that um, will allow them to find a medium who's ethical, who has integrity? You know, what are some of the things they should consider when looking for a medium? Um, I always say go by word of mouth. Try to go by word of mouth. Um, there are plenty of good mediums out there. There are some mediums you gotta be you gotta choose wisely though. Um, I, I feel as a teacher too, um, there's a lot of mediums now, so many. Um, but a lot of them, I'm not an advocate of taking a weekend workshop and then be, and then and calling yourself a professional medium. There's a lot of work involved. It really is because. Um, and I tell my students, too, it's a huge responsibility. People's lives are in your hands. Try to go some, to someone. Uh, well, first of all, let me finish that thought. I always try to make sure that uh, with myself, I trained and trained and trained. I still am training myself. I'll never be done training. Um, but I, I made sure that I was grounded, how to properly um, you know, receive the information, how to give off the information, how to give the evidence. Um, and so go by word of mouth and see if that person had a good experience. If you, if you have the opportunity to see someone on, um, in a group setting, if you're interested in a medium, if they do a group or not every medium does it on stage or groups, it may be one-on-one, -on -one, um, and I understand that. But if you can see someone who does it on stage, go see them. See if they resonate with you um, or go to a small group or a smaller get together um, and see if they resonate with you but always try to go by word of mouth um, if, if you're going to see a medium and they have a book out I recommend read the book does the, see if the book resonates with you um, and that's a way to choose too. that way if you go see that medium who's also an author you know what to expect and how they work um, mm -hmm. there are some mediums on um, television that uh, they people think that that's the only mediums that I they have to uh, see granted good good people but there's a huge wait list you'd be surprised if you ask around and once you start um, putting the thought out there that you want to see someone don't be surprised if uh, synchronistic events bring you brings you the right person please do not go on the I wouldn't go not I would not go on the internet and go to a site and just choose mm. unless someone else who has an experience where they enjoy that person and was there with someone who went to the medium not the psychic was it evidential? Was it evidential? Because that, that's what I talk about the book. It's, it's what you should expect, what the medium hopes you bring to the table and what the medium should bring to the table for you. Evidence, validation. Is it evidence enough that it pertains to you and your family? And, and uh, stay away. Medium should stay away from the generalizations. Yeah? Yeah, and by evidence, you're saying specific names, specific locations, specific Yeah, hobbies, uh, talk about their funeral, uh, mm -hmm. tattoos, their children. There's so much. It's, it's, there's more than just, hi, I love you, and I see you. There's so yeah. much more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think that's great. That's fantastic advice, John. Thank you for that. Um, I have another question. One of the things you touch on in the book is reincarnation. 
and you talk about the spiritual planes of, of, of existence. And yeah. so being that life in this physical plane is often confusing, confusing and challenging, um, why do we keep coming back here? <laughs> well, uh, they say, I mean, it, it... Oh, we're going into a break already. Okay, we'll be back yeah. in just a few minutes. And when we return, I'll, John will answer that question. And there'll be more for you to learn about his new book, Bridging Two Realms. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned for more. The cutting edge of conscious radio, Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Om Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Om Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living. A chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. back with John Holland on the Intuitive Transformations radio show. This is Sylvia Henderson. And before we went into the break, I had just asked John to talk a little bit about why do we come back here? <laughs> um, from what I understand, being on the other side is you're absent of the physical pain. Um, it's a different experience than here, obviously. And so why do we come back to this third dimension where things are so challenging in the physical realm? Well, I, I think it's, a, I mean, you've heard this before. I think many people have. It's all about the lessons and what we can learn. There's, there's a huge learning experience um, when the, when the uh, spirit, the soul can incarnate in this dense body and look through human eyes, you're learning pain, passion, sadness, all part of just making you even stronger on the other side or adding to, you know, um, adding to your soul, soul lessons. Um, and I really believe too, though, Sylvia, I believe that the soul is multidimensional. I don't, I believe that uh, a woman came to see me once and she said, um, John, I don't know if you're going to be able to help me because um, I went to another medium and the medium said my mom already reincarnated and she couldn't get her. And so I just, I just got quiet and I said, well, who's Helen? She said, that's my mother. I said, let's go. So um, I really believe that the soul is multidimensional. And if you look at it this way, Sylvia, okay, um, the Sylvia program is playing right now. There's a, there's a bigger part of us, the oversoul. The Sylvia, pro look at it like a computer, the oversoul, the bigger part of us. It's like a hard drive. Let me 
people understand it when you put it to computer terms. The Sylvia program is playing right now. Um, many years from now, when all your lessons, all the joy, the sorrow, all everything you've experienced, will leave this. This program will end. The file will go back into the hard drive, and then another piece will, another piece of your soul will come out and live out another life. But Sylvia, the personality, that person. The memories, the emotions is part of the oversoul that can be accessed um, because the soul is multidimensional. So, um, and it's kind of hard because you're talking quantum physics now. I mean, Greg Braden, who's a colleague and friend of mine, we're experiencing four dimensions when there's really ten that they know of. So don't think it's just... um, um, and I don't think it's a, I don't believe too, Sylvia, that it's a, a, a recycle bin, that you die, you come right back. There is some time. Um, you know, I don't hear, it is, it is, you do hear people coming back, you know, within, um, you know, 10, 20 years, you see these books here. But I don't, I don't think it's a recycle bin or a turnstile where you just go, hi, here you are. But I guess we'll find out for ourselves when we go there. Yeah, well, you know, I really like how you touched on that about how it's we are multidimensional because right. there is that kind of thing, thinking of, well, wait a minute, if we reincarnate and then someone is using a medium 20 years after someone has transitioned, then right. are we still speaking to that personality or is that person reincarnated into a different body and no longer available? And so thank you for, for bringing some clarity to that. You're welcome. Um, so before we go any further, I would love for you to share with those who are listening a little bit about some of the workshops you offer as well as how they can sign up for those workshops or get in touch with you even for a reading. Um, yeah, I see people. Um, I try to do readings when I can. I used to do them all the time, but it was a lot because I was touring. I was seeing people morning, noon, and nights. I have to be really structured and really, and I tell my students this too, you, gotta, you have to monitor your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you really, really do because you want to be not good for you. Not, you you want to make sure you're good for yourself, your health, and, the, and for the people that are sitting in front of you. But every, anyone can go to johnholland.com. I've got, uh, I do an online event. Um, well, I got one tomorrow, How to Live an Intuitively Led Life. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, people can come see me. I've got Brian Weiss in Boston. I've got a workshop with Lynn Robinson, an intuitive coach. She's brilliant. I call her my intuition queen. We're in Braintree, Massachusetts. Um, I'm going to be in Canada, um, Washington, uh, the state, Chicago, Arizona, um, and I know I'm forgetting some. I got a cruise next year coming up. So, uh, and the site is not just about meat. Uh, I mean, yes, johnholland.com. I understand that, but there's a lot of help there for other people. Uh, there's a, a linked page um, that they can go to at many other people's websites um, that need help for other things. Recommended reading. Um, I do a newsletter that comes out every other week that keeps you on top of. Um, it's a small newsletter. Um, I don't spam. It helps people. I try to do a, an article or do some writing, and it lets people know what's up and coming. Um, people on the newsletter usually find out things first. And, uh, yeah, so everything – and plus I'm on Hay House Radio, too, every Monday at 3 p.m., and I've been doing that show for 13 years where people can call in um, and where I do readings, and I also have special guests. So, But thank you for that. Yeah, so johnholland.com or my Facebook page. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that, John. One of the things you mentioned was about monitoring your energy. And I think that people who um, don't work intuitively or psychically or as a medium don't realize how much of um, 
how much energy it takes to actually do that work. Um, one of the things you spoke of in your book or wrote about in your book was not just opening your chakras, but also closing your chakras. Can you just share briefly why right. that is and, important? Um, yes. I mean, I don't, um, when I shut when I'm on stage, um, I'm buzzing. Um, and then I, you know, I do it too, where I, and when I say close down your energy centers, you can never close your centers. What it really means is you're taking your thought away from the psychic realm. You're becoming, you're integrating more back into your physical body. Um, because uh, you have to, uh, if you open your energy centers, even if you talk about psychic ability, you open up to the emanations that are around you. And just really quickly, there's three kinds of psychics, and I talk about this in the book. One is someone who is at the mercy uh, of the environment and people around them. Um, they don't even know why all of a sudden they're anxious when they go into a mall, why, why they feel drained around certain people, because they don't understand the subject, they never, they never looked into it, they don't understand. So that is someone who uh, they, 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 they don't even know that they are, that we're all intuitive. The second kind of psychic is someone that maybe read a book, but they still aren't using their, the mechanics of it properly. Um, they might have taken a class, but not living um, how they should be intuitively. Um, so they, they don't practice it enough, or they don't, they don't uh, use the centers correctly. The third kind is the master. The master of, uh, they know how the ability works, how to turn it on, turn it off. Um, they know um, what's, come, what's theirs, what's not, what's their imagination, what's their intuition. They become the master of their ability. It does not become the master of them. When I have a student come in and they say that the spirit people are with them all day, they're untrained. They are mm -hmm. untrained because I am not uh, – I, I don't have dead people around me uh, when I'm not working because I, it, it's not it, – because it just doesn't. And after years of doing this work, they know I got a deal only – unless it's an emergency or um, a very, very strong spirit, um, they'll get my attention. But if not, it, they know that I'll do this when I'm supposed to. Absolutely. Yeah. So know your ability. Know that you are an intuitive being, um, that we're all born with intuition. Uh, that's what I talk about tomorrow night. We're all born with it, but we forget that we are intuitive. Um, it's our birthright. It's, it's there for you. It's, uh, intuition is free. It's part of the soul. I believe it, it's what keeps us um, connected to the divine. And intuition, psychic ability, um, in this case, too, um, you know, the same thing. Well, what's great about your book is that you cover all of that and so much more. And, you know, being able to take care of your energy is really critical because otherwise you'll be burnt out. And I love how you talked about that first psychic being always open. And that's like that empathic person that is so affected and influenced by the energy around them and what you offer in your book are tools to help them learn how to negotiate that and to manage their energy so that it doesn't overwhelm them and deplete them and create a lot right, of anxiety if, within them. Exactly, because if someone's um, quite intuitive, Sylvia, I, I, I want them to be able to go into a mall or to a concert um, or into a, a, a busy city. You can actually, you know, draw in your aura so you're less sensitive. I mean, you just and um, you just imagine your your aura is tight around you. Then you're not. When you do mediumship work or psychic work, your aura is open. Then, um, because many people who are listening, again, um, they may have stepped in front of someone and they know intuitively. They don't know. They don't understand it's intuitive. But someone may say, "I don't like that person." And they don't know why. Everything looks fine, 
but something saying, hmm, I don't know. And people don't understand that. And some people uh, follow that and other people don't. It's because your R is open. That person's R is open. There's a blending process. Their R is touching yours. And you're starting to get the emanations from them. And mm-hmm. there are many people who step in front of someone and they're like, you look like a nurse. And, the, and they've never met them. They're like, I am a nurse. I mean, it's not really what they look like. They're picking up the person's information from that person's aura. So if they understand how the aura works, and the aura is real, every living thing has a everything has an aura around it, um, and it's it's they, we call it the invisible shield. And uh, I talk about that in the book too. No, you can open it and close it to enhance your ability to be less sensitive to it. There's many things you can do also, and kids are very very psychic too. Um, if you have a little kid that's uh, saying they're seeing things in their bedroom and it's not their imagination, and I'm not talking night terrors, learn about the energy center so you can say to the kid, let's turn down your lights. You can make it a game. You, let's turn down your lights, which are the energy centers, which have a color to them. You, st- you know, you start at the third eye. Okay, let's turn or close that flower. And I say to parents and teachers, understand how it works first so you can impart it your way to your children or to your students. And that's why Psychic Navigator is big. It's uh, That book went really, it's a, a very, very good book for teachers and parents. Well, I'm really glad you shared that because there's so many children being born now who are just so much more sensitive than previous generations. And yep. you sharing this is, is great, great information. And um, yeah, I, I hope that um, everyone gets that book as well because um, our kids need support. You know, they're being inundated with uh, energy and they don't understand and their parents don't have those tools. So thank you for, for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. It's very important. Kids, are, we're all, every kid is psychic when they're born. Trust your kid. If they're saying, I don't like that person, mom or dad, ask the kid, why, honey? They may not be able to answer you. What happens is we start school around five, six, whatever the age, and we're, all kids have come out dancing and coloring. They're very creative. The right side of the brain is more dominant. We start school, and then the left side comes in because they start going to school. They have to learn math, spelling, organization skills. The analytical side comes in, and then that creative right side usually gets pushed back and society has a way um, of pushing uh, intuition deep inside us um, where we forget it It, because in society they teach you trust logic trust your ego uh, when in fact that uh, you know we we lose the right side I mean it's always there I can't teach anyone to be psychic you already are I can only help Mm -hmm. people remember that they are yeah, that's beautiful. That's so true. I do believe that everyone is born psychic. You know, we're just born open that way. I think that's how little ones learn so quickly. It's They don't have language. It's all pre-verbal. It's all by Absolutely. intuitive knowing and absorbing it that way. So um, one of the other things that people think about when um, others have transition is, you know, do their souls effect? you know, completely transition over, or is it that some souls remain attached to certain buildings or places? Yeah, I'm not an advocate of that, and that's why in the book I always say, I keep saying in the book, in my experience, in my experience, because people will come back at me with that. Uh, I've never seen anybody attached 
to anything. I don't believe in entities. Um, if, I think hauntings are very rare. Um, mm -hmm. You can see some YouTube footage of me going into the shirtwaist factory when I was on um, the A&E channel, um, when I was on an A&E special, Mediums We See Dead People. Um, it was a place, uh, a lot of a tragedy happened there, and people can watch it. Um, I don't believe they're haunting the place. I believe because it was such a tragedy that somehow there's a snapshot in the ethers, like the mm -hmm. atmosphere of a place. Because some people can walk into a place and go, this is spooky. Maybe something tragic happened there. That's why, and not just tragedy, let's talk about happy. Some people can walk into a place and go, oh, my God, this place feels fantastic because it's the vibe of what's happened there. It's the vibe of, of the past of what's happened there. And that's why when you go into a church, um, you feel that uh, you feel grace. You feel grace, not just because of the beautiful stained glass and the wood or the building. It has a feeling because over how many years have people come and prayed and uh, are spiritual there too. So, is it a haunting with some things, or is it a um, or is it a psychic emanation or a psychic snapshot, a residue that stays that stays there? And I believe that they come and go with their free will. A child on the other side could be visiting um, uh, their their parent or an aunt, and they people think that it's haunted. When in fact, it's just the kid trying to say, it's me, I'm here. Yeah, so like I said, in my experience, I've never seen anybody trapped. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate the clarity on that um, because, yeah, I mean, it's just a visitation. It doesn't mean that it's a haunting necessarily. Um, right, which but, is you, know, people, but, you know, there are people, though, that do rescue stuff too, though, and they're saying, no, that they do need help going into the light. I haven't experienced that mm. in, in the 20 years of my work. So... Like I said, in my experience. Beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing that, John. One more thing before we, uh, I know we're coming to the end of the show very soon, but when is it too soon for someone to see a medium? I, I mean, they say, when do they, can they come through? Um, if, so, if a recent passing, can they still come through? I've had someone come through in 24 hours, um, not in a sitting. Um, I've had people come in three weeks, but um, I really feel that you lose someone. You're so bereaved. I always say, wait three months. That's just my opinion. Um, I had a m woman come to see me once, and she lost her son. And the two brothers brought her there. She, she was, uh, she was hysterical, um, and you know, she was she was on medication and everything. I said she was wailing, and I said, okay, I need to stop this. And I said, guys, when did when did your brother pass? He said two weeks ago. And I went, no. Mm -hmm. They thought that I could help the mother, thinking that their kid is okay. Um, give it three months. Um, you, it, people need to go through the bereavement process. Um, not that three months, everything is fine, but after three months, you've, you've taken it in. You've gone through the shock that, you know, yeah. uh, that, you know you're, you're more accepting. So I say wait three months. That's, that's just my opinion. Wait three months because and I really believe that the person who has passed, they need time to be back on the other side, you know, with their, in, with their real home or where they are and, and their loved ones. Yeah, you know, I think that's great advice because you even talk about that in your book that it does take um, individual souls sometimes um, some amount of time to, for them to learn how to communicate back with the physical realm from the non-physical perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I brought in the stuff about the spiritual realms. There's different planes of existence, and there's different levels within those planes. Um, and it may take a little while from go to one level to another to go to another plane of existence, and uh, people can read the book for that. But I, I feel like there's many levels. When someone says, are they in the spirit world? As soon as you pass, you're there. 
Okay? You're there in the uh, astral. So um, I hope the book helps. Well, I know the book will help because I read it, John. <laughs> John, thank you so much for being You're on so the welcome. show. You've been so wonderful. Everyone listening, please go out and get John Holland. You're welcome. Go out and get John Holland's newest book, Bridging Two Realms. Learn to communicate with your loved ones on the other side. I will be back again next week for more of Intuitive Transformations Radio. Until then, know that you are lovable and that you are loved. Take care and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye for now. 